You're listening to Totten's Tom. Welcome to this week's episode of the Totten's Tom podcast. I'm your host, Tanner Staggs. Joining me, as always, my co-host, Tyler Staggs. We're coming up on week 14 in the NFL, and we're here to give you the injury report for the upcoming game, the breakdown of the game, and all of the latest news for the Tennessee Titans. But first, let's hear a message from the official sponsor, Jacob Patterson. This is Jacob Patterson, official Titans Time sponsor, real estate agent for Caldwell Banker Southern Realty. If you are in the southern middle Tennessee area, whether it be Spring Hill, Columbia, or Lawrence County, call me today at 931-279-1707 for all of your real estate needs. Thanks, and let's have a great football season. Go Titans! What is up, everyone? Thanks for tuning in to this week's episode of the Titans Time Podcast. I'm going to ask that before you take in any more of this greatness that is spewing out of my mouth, you pause the podcast, go down, subscribe, share it, do all of those amazing things, share it to your social media, leave a five-star rating or one-star rating if that's what you feel like we are worth. Just leave a rating. Tell us how you feel. Tyler, how are you doing? Doing good, Tanner. What about you? I'm doing good. It's been a minute since I've seen you. The hair is growing out, looking more luscious than ever. Thank you. Just you thinking about turning that into a mullet one day? Uh, still not sure about that yet. I'm, I'm not just, sure about mine either. I, I'm just I'm letting it grow. Right we're kind of taking this journey together, where we're both just going as no long, no cuts as long as uh, you don't decide to cut it again. You know, it was just kind of a spur of the moment decision. Decided to cut it. I'm all in now. I'm bought in, uh, and so. We'll see about that. Obviously, the people on the podcast can't see it unless, of they, course, they go they check go. out our YouTube. And that's a perfect segue to what I was wanting to say. Tanner told you to go down and subscribe to our podcast here. Go find us on YouTube, Titans Time Podcast. Make sure you subscribe to us there. Turn on the post notifications. Like and share our videos. Comment on them. We've been having a lot of interaction here lately on some of our videos, and we're loving it. And, guys, we have a goal. We're trying to hit 200 subscribers on our YouTube by the end of December. We're sitting at 140 right now. So if you haven't went and subscribed to it yet, what are you waiting on? Go do it. And if you are subscribed, tell your your friends, your wife, your kids, your girlfriend, whoever it is, Go subscribe. We're trying to hit 200 before the end of the year. It's getting kind of close, and it it's maybe 50-50 at this point. Not exactly sure which way it's going to fall. We have a good chance to hit it, but there's also just as good of a chance that we don't. Now that all that stuff is plugged and everything, Tyler, the Titans have been up and down this season, and unfortunately just so happens that last week was very down. You can definitely say that. Very, very down. <laughs> it was, uh, especially in the first half, awful, awful, non-NFL performance. I can agree. I was... I'm embarrassed sit- of it. I you was should be embarrassed in- of it. If you're I- listening, you should be embarrassed of it. I was sitting in the stands just like, what in the hell is going on with this it, team right now? Uh, it was an absolute catastrophe, but we're moving on. And what better team to move on against than the Jacksonville Jaguars? It is Jaguars hate week. Jaguars hate week. I didn't even know that that, that was an actual – is that really a thing? Are you making it? You're making I, it. I, I think it was already a thing. Oh, okay. Okay. I, th- I thought you might have just been making it a thing. I wasn't sure. But we'll roll with it. Hey, let's let's go with it. I mean, it, it 
Do you like the Jaguars? I don't like the Jaguars at all. I, don't, I, I mean, I know we can't uh, hear our listeners, but I'm going to assume that they don't like the Jaguars. And I don't like the Jaguars. So, and I'm sure all of Titans Twitter that we follow and everyone else doesn't like the Jaguars. I agree. So, hey, it's a fair point. We're going to move into the injury report. Last week, we decided to get off on a, a different topic, miss the injury report. Uh, this week, uh, as far as today, Thursday, Breon Borders did not practice, and he probably needs as much practice as he can get after getting absolutely embarrassed by Donovan Peoples-Jones. Um, just absolutely faked out. Donovan Peoples-Jones wide open, uh, long touchdown, and just made Baker Mayfield look like Baker Mayfield from Oklahoma. You got that right, and I mean – you know, in his head, he was watching that route. He broke on it, and he was like... Pick six. Uh, oh, yeah. Let's go. Well, no, I don't know that he was thinking pick six, but he was like, I got him. I got him. And then Peoples-Jones turned, and he was like, I don't got him. I don't got him. <laughs> <laughs> Moving down the injury report, A.J. Brown also did not practice. Not really worried about that one. Dennis Kelly did not practice. Oh, I've spotted a name. It's a name that we have not seen in years. Don't Adoree te- Jackson. Don't you tease me like this. Adoree Jackson, limited participant, but still a participant in Thursday's practice. Still not getting my hopes up until game day, and I see that he's active. Ben Jones, this is good. Ben Jones, full participant. Roger Saffold, full participant. Jonu Smith, full participant. He was out of the game last week. Darrington Evans, full participant. And Derek Roberson pops up on the injury report with a hip injury limited participant and that could be significant i would say since he was limited and he didn't miss practice it's probably nothing serious i mean the injury just popped up and it's not like he missed practice because of it uh he was only limited uh so but you know it, you don't want to see that when you're so when not, we when, when, we you, when you don't have the depth three pass rushers right you don't anyway. have the depth at, at with your edge rushers to afford something like that so you definitely don't want to see that but a lot of names that have been kind of either out or iffy in the past few weeks that are are, are starting to practice i mean darrington evans is on there he's practicing adoree jackson limited participant and it's looking like maybe the titans will start to get a little bit healthy towards this last stretch of the season I'm definitely hoping so. I mean, it's good to see some of those guys back out there as full participants in practice. I mean, even if they were limited, some of the names that you named off were not really that concerned about. Like, I know you said A.J. Brown. He didn't practice. Not really worried about that. He's been doing that, still showing up on game day. A.J. Brown has, like, really taken the mentality that he just does not need practice, and it's worked. I'm, so just roll with it. Just roll with it. But since uh, Roberson did show up on the injury report, and we were just talking about how we don't have much depth at the edge rush position, something that I wasn't sure if you had seen on uh, Twitter this past week, DeAndre Walker has been saying, "Oh, that I saw. He's I back saw. hitting the weights. He but loved. Listen, his, he loved his time in Tennessee. He." He hears that Seattle and uh, Tennessee may need some help. Pretty much said that he would love to come back to Tennessee. I know what my thoughts are on this. What are yours? I Honestly, I thought before the season that DeAndre Walker was going to be a, 
a really good player this year. I thought that he was going to finish rounding out that rookie class and really just make them one of the best draft classes that the Titans have had for some time. Uh, and, and, you know, obviously it didn't work out that way. He didn't get as much playing time as I thought. He didn't even end up on the team. And I would love to see him come back. Uh, I did see what you were talking about. My question is, why have you not been hitting the weights this whole time? He may have been injured or something like that. or Who knows? May, Who may knows? have just been getting it out there like, hey, I'm Hey, guys, I'm, I'm, I'm here. here. I'm pumping the weights. <clears throat> I'm getting big. And, you know, I actually went back to one of our first podcasts that we did. It was back in April. Right. And we both said that he was going to be a player to watch this year. And he if, was not. If he was. He, he hasn't if, been. If he was on the team. You know, I, I well, I like think we just assumed he would be on the team. Right. I would like to have him back because I think he could. I mean, he couldn't be any worse than what we've had, right? I'm, I would think so. Uh, but it's just you would think that he could be worse. No, I, I'm I'm sorry. I would think that he would be better than what we've had. But it's just it feels like that sometimes there's so many problems on this defense that you don't know where the main issue is coming from because I mean, obviously the problems with the secondary, the linebacker play at times has not been up to par. And then of course, with the lack of sacks, you're like, I mean, do, is it because of the secondary is our, is our secondary struggling because the pass rushers just aren't getting pressure? What, like what's well, going on? We went over this a couple of times. And like I said, they really feed off of each other. Because there's several times where our secondary will cover really well and make quarterbacks go to like their fifth or sixth option. And, you know, I'm talking about them going through all their progressions and even working their way back and people coming open. And our pass rush still has not got there. And then there's times where, you know, quarterbacks are getting the ball out so quick that our our pass rush barely has time to get off the ball. So, you know, they really feed off of each other, and I'm not 100% sure what the true problem is right now because it's so hard to tell. Yeah, uh, I I don't know. I mean, I agree. They definitely feed, feed off of each other. They're, the defense is just struggling so hard right now. I think, honestly, if the Titans are going to have any chance to make a deep run in the playoffs – the defense is just going to have to improve as much as they possibly can, which might only be a little bit, and the offense is just going to have to win shootouts. I honestly think that's what's going to have to happen. Yeah, I mean, we've had games where you know, the defense has shown up and played really good compared right. to and it's, what it's, they have most of the season. It's few and far between. I mean, and, I mean, if they could keep that consistency up, I would have no doubt that this team can make a deep playoff run. But like you said, we don't know what Titans team we're going to get. I mean, we've seen what they done did against the Colts in Indianapolis, and then you come out in the first half against the Browns and just fall apart like nothing's working. Even when they beat the Ravens. I mean, yes, it took overtime to do that, but they still found a way to beat that team. And like then you – come up to the Browns and fall apart in the first half, get down by 31 points, and aren't able to come back. Same thing that happened in the Steelers game earlier this year. 
first half, didn't play that well, made a run for it in the second half, but just couldn't put together enough things to get the win. So we need to see, we need them to be more consistent in a in six in a full football game rather than just halves. So let's move on and talk about this Jaguars team uh, because at times they've actually seemed like they they definitely shouldn't be something to take lightly this season. But, you know, there have also been times where they just look like the normal Jaguars and it's like, well, this is the perfect team to come play after getting demolished by the Browns. I yeah. actually saw uh, earlier this week Gardner Minshew. Well, first of all, I hate that Gardner Minshew is on the Jaguars because I don't hate Gardner Minshew. Like – He's a cool fucking guy. I actually kind of like Gardner Minshew. <laughs> he's got the hair. He's kind of got, you know, the moxie, the swagger. I mean, I I like – he's kind of like Baker Mayfield. I like Gardner Minshew. Now, that being said, has definitely not played well this year. He is supposedly frustrated and has begged to play. He's begging to play, and yet the Jaguars still played Mike Glennon this past week against the Minnesota Vikings. I mean, which for, I mean, in all honesty, he didn't play terrible. They only lost, they lost in overtime 27, 24 against the Vikings who gave the Titans a really good fight. Well, and then, that's what I was about to say. If, of course, they only lost by two to the Browns the week before. If you go back and look at most of their games, they've, actually been in these games if you look at the final score i mean there's only a couple games where the game was really out of reach like well even in the last titans game 33 to 30 yeah i mean it this is not a team to really take lightly like and we've seen it before any team can get beat on any given day and i mean even this one in 11 jaguars team they beat the Colts week one. I mean, they could they could sneak up and find another win before the season's over. I mean, you just you can't overlook any teams right now. Right, and that's just the NFL for you. And honestly, they could have easily beat the Titans earlier in the season. I mean, Gardner Minshew, 30 for 45, 339 yards, three touchdowns. Yeah, he threw two interceptions. Maybe if he cleans one of those up and only throws one, they win the ballgame. And then, obviously, the guy to watch for, James Robinson, had over 100 yards, had a touchdown. The dude's a beast. I mean... I think the uh, Jaguars actually have the most rush yards in the first quarter. Um, I can't remember where I seen that stat at, but I'm pretty sure that that is the case. Like, in the first quarter, I mean, they're just racking up the rush yards. Honestly, in my opinion, this Jaguars team is not bad. I could see a scenario where they come out and shock the Titans. I'm hoping that the Titans kind of have their heads on straighter than that and are really waking up after this past week. They see what can happen. They're not riding the high from the the past two games before against the Ravens and the Colts. Uh, Hope they came back down to earth a little bit and are ready to play this Jaguars team and don't take them for granted. In my opinion, we are fixing to see a very focused, and pissed off Titans team. I hope so, but I, I, I can't say for I'm, sure. I'm not taking the Jaguars lightly. Kind of like you know what we've been talking about. You know they've been in a lot of these games, but this Titans team, after last week, how they got embarrassed in the first half. You know, 
I mean, they come out in the second half and played really good and fought to the very end. But they're going to be pissed off. They're going to have a bad taste in their mouth still. And they're going to be refocused. And I really, I think, feel bad for this Jaguars team with this Titans team that they're fixing to have to play. Because back when they played us in week two, you know, the Jaguars, they had, you know, they had a lot of confidence. They they had already beat Indy. We barely squeaked by uh, Denver. They're like, oh, well, you know, it's not like the Titans were really that pissed off. It was still early in the year. But now, like I said, after that Browns game, I don't want to keep beating, you know, a dead horse here. But They're beating it. But they're going to be pissed off. We've all been beating it. I mean, it, it, the, the game was really just so shocking, it's hard to quit talking about it. And I'm going to say this about this Jaguars team. It's honestly really, I guess, kind of confusing how they have been in these games so much because their defense is not that good. Their defense ranks 29, or 29th in the league in pass yards allowed, 30th in the league in rush yards allowed, and when you look at their offense, yeah, they're 20th in the league in passing and 22nd in rush yards. But it's not like they're really a middle-of-the-pack team when well, it comes I mean, to where their offense and defense ranks. Well, and like here's the thing. Their offense, their their offensive numbers might be a little skewed from – not necessarily skewed, but they're being brought down – by the games like say against the Dolphins, they only had 13 points. Against the Texans, they only had 14 points. Uh, against the Lions, they only had 16. But if you really look at it, like in some of these other games, the reason that they've been so close, it's definitely not because of their defense. I mean, they're consistently giving up upper 20s, lower 30s in points. But you know, they put up 30 against the Titans. They put up 25 against the Bengals. They put up 29 against the Chargers. The second time they played the Texans, they put up 25. 20 against the Packers. 25 against the Browns. 24 against the Vikings. I mean, they're occasionally they are putting up points, but then you have games scattered about where, you know, three against the Steelers, and then, of course, like I mentioned, with those other teams. Yeah, I mean, and like we said, this is the NFL. I mean, and it's just like, it's like, players, it's so. like you don't know when you come into a game against the Jaguars, you don't know if they're going to be that team that week that scores 10 points or if they're going to be that team that, yeah, you're probably going to put up big points against them, but they might be right there with you scoring. Right, and with how our defense has been playing, there's a very good chance yeah, that they could do that. Exactly. I mean, we've seen that in week two. You but know, they, with this being the NFL, they could just as well come out and have like a 17-14 defensive game. Because you would think going in, you know, hey, this is going to be a high-scoring game. It's probably going to be, you know, each team in the 30s. And then the NFL, you know how that is, just completely opposite of the way it's supposed to be. Right. Well, I mean, just like the loss to the Bengals that we had, we didn't – I mean, we weren't really overlooking them, but we didn't think that the Titans would actually lose to them. And lo and behold – There it up, is. <laughs> now we're 1-3 and three against the AFC North. I was going to throw that out. And, uh, you know, you, you would think that – you would think that if the they were one and three against the AFC North, the one win would be against the Bengals, but it's just not the way it, not the way it went down. Not the way it went down. So I mean, we talked about it just a little bit ago earlier in the podcast. James Robinson is definitely going to be a player that they've got to watch. 
What do they got to do? Who's got to step up to make sure that they don't let him? He had a decent game the last time they played. Who's got to step up to make sure that doesn't happen? It's, I mean, it's going to be whoever has the uh, the green dot on their helmet on defense. I don't know if it'll be Will Compton. I don't know if it'll be David Long. Uh, whichever one of those guys it is, <clears throat> I think that they have to be studying up on film and be ready for him. And even uh, Rashawn Evans, I mean, you know, he kind of, we need him to keep his composure this game. We can't have any more stupid penalties. Um, you know, he kind of butted heads with a guy in the Browns game, got a, got a flag thrown on him. And, you know, we even seen it earlier in the year against Denver. So either Rashawn Evans, Will Compton, or David Long, whoever, whoever's going to have that green dot on their helmet on the, for the linebackers. The linebackers just have to make sure that as a unit, they're filling the right gaps. I mean, occasionally, they, I don't know if it's miscommunication. I don't know what it is, but they've got to make sure that they're filling all the gaps. Right, and that's, you know, that's what I was getting to. Whether it be, you know, stopping stopping his runs, filling the gaps, making him have to cut it back to a lane that's not there, or covering him in the, in their, in the Jaguars' pass game. I mean, just find a way to limit what he can do with the ball in his hands. Right. And don't. Don't over pursue. Um, you know, don't necessarily you don't really see running backs pull many double moves, but just just hang with him and I mean that's really one of my biggest concerns for this game is uh Robinson having another big game. Well, uh, what I will say is that uh we've got a, a matchup in the fantasy football playoffs coming up. And, you know, my team's hot right now. Started out very, very rough at the beginning of the season. I don't think I won a game for like four weeks. Oh, it was longer than that. It may have been longer than that, but I've, I... I honestly believe that you started the season like I think I may 6. have been. I think I may have actually been 0-6, and, and now I've... Because you have like a six-game win streak going on right now. I have made the comeback of comebacks to grab the last seed in the playoffs. And who else... But to play you, you don't want to play me right now. My team is hot. I Listen, I'm not saying that it's going to happen, but James Robinson had a big game against the Titans. Last time they played, he will be in my lineup this time. I just have to say that. So it, it, it's going to be interesting. That's something to watch for moving forward in the next two weeks. I know our, our playoff matchup is a two-week-long matchup. It, it is, and I just want to remind you again that the Jaguars' defense ranks 30th in the league in rush yards allowed. And, you know, you have uh, Robinson on your team, but I believe I have the king on my team. And I also have A.J. Brown on my team. So I'm not going to say anything for sure, but you could be in trouble over these next two weeks. Because in the next two weeks, Derrick Henry goes up against some rush defenses that rank in the bottom of the league. So we could be uh, seeing some big days fantasy-wise from him. I have a rebuttal. Uh, I was actually going to mention this earlier, and it, it kind of played out perfectly to where you know it's the perfect time to bring it up. Uh, Derrick Henry 
in Jacksonville has not been fantastic. He, he obviously he's played four games in Jacksonville against the Jaguars. Uh, his rookie year, only 13 yards. And then the next year, 92, 57, 44. Not a great track record. Sorry. It's, I mean, I know the Jaguars have not been great against the run. It's not looking too good for you. Honestly, in this game, I really think that some different guys than, than the usual producers for the Titans are going to have to step up. I really think you might see like a Ferkser, uh, Cameron Batson being the guys that are making some of the plays. Uh, I'll even throw Corey Davis in there, even though he has been a consistent guy this year making some plays. I just, you know, it's a lot of the time it's AJ Brown and uh, Derek Henry. And I really, I, I think that they might be contained over this. Maybe that's man, just I, me having wishful thinking because you have them in fantasy, but that's, uh, that's l- a, let me a ask you something. constant thought going through my head. Derek Henry just had his first lost fumble of the season last week against the Browns. A.J. Brown had a couple fumbles against them. Neither of them, they didn't necessarily have a bad game, but they didn't have a, a good game either. So, do you think they're going to come in like the rest of this Titans team, a little pissed off and ready to take some aggression out on the Jaguars? I just told you what I thought was going to have to happen in the game. That's all I said. Well, we will uh, we'll see, but I think that some of our our top guys will end up being the main producers in this game. Hey, that may be the case, and it's your word against mine. You've got them on your fantasy team. Leaves a little bit of bias there for you. I'm playing against you in the fantasy football playoffs. A lot on the line, okay? I, I I need to claim a title. Never won a fantasy football league in my life. I'll admit it. Maybe a little bit of bias on my side. We'll see how it goes. All right, so that leads us into the last segment of the show. The quick hitters always do them at the end of the podcast. Doing them a little bit differently this time. Nothing's changing on the podcast. However, we are going to record them and uh, just have a little clip on YouTube. Obviously, we like to keep the... Uh, the content that is on the podcast and on YouTube different because I mean that just you know gives anyone that wants to watch our content it gives them something different on the pod- podcast different on YouTube but we are going to include the quick hitters on YouTube yeah we're wanting course, to we're wanting to switch things up a little bit and right, just yeah. you know bring people who may watch us on YouTube more maybe they know, don't they, maybe they just watch even though our we mention the podcast video. a lot maybe they don't know about the podcast right and maybe Let's they bring just, them the bold predictions bring them the keys to the game exactly they need to hear this stuff so speaking of quick hitters keys to the game bold prediction and our score prediction always start with the keys to the game what are you what is your key to the game key to the game is going to be the titans need to start hot this game and keep their foot on the gas just the offense needs to be clicking. The defense needs to come out aggressive. They just they need to get out to a hot start and not give this Jaguars team any hope at all. In my opinion, the key to the game, uh, if the Titans want to win, they're going to have to make sure that they're keeping tabs on James Robinson. The dude is really good, and they just have to make sure that they're not letting him carry this offense by himself. I mean, they run through literally – they run through James Robinson. I agree, and I was actually, you know, I was going back and forth on the key to the game that I was going to give. I was thinking about that. Kind of figured that was going to be the way you went, though, and 
you know, what fun is it if we have the same key to the game? I mean, I, I just, I just take the easy one. The one that, <laughs> the one that's, I mean, obviously it, it for me every week, there's one thing that well, as you absolutely stands out to me. I have like 20 different things in my head that I can pick yeah. from. So and know, normally I, I have, when we get to our bold predictions, you, you want to be able to hit on at least one of them. So you throw all of them out. Oh my gosh. Anyway, Talking about our bold predictions, what is your bold prediction going to be this week? I told you earlier in the podcast that I thought the the Titans were going to they were going to have to go to some different people for their scoring in this next week. I, I still think that is true, and my bold prediction is going to be that none of the Titans' top three touchdown scorers this year, Derrick Henry, AJ Brown, Jonu Smith, none of those three will have a touchdown in this game against the Jaguars. Not a, don't only call it a bold prediction, but call it a lock. Wow. Okay. Henry, Janu, and AJ Brown. None of them will have a touchdown. Call it a lock. They're going to have to go to guys. I, I, Corey I, Davis. If Darrington Evans comes back, Darrington Evans. They're going to have to go to guys. Uh, Cameron Batson, Anthony Ferkser. I don't know why. I literally have no stats or really any viable reasoning behind that but uh it's call it a lock i think that you're maybe letting your uh fantasy football hopes kind of swing your bold predictions here. absolutely not I, I i really believe you are i would because, never do it never do because it. i have all three of those guys on my team uh just have a couple of tight ends that produce a little bit more fantasy wise so i don't put john o in well, um, in case you were thinking about it, he's not going to have a touchdown this week. <laughs> I I hear what you're saying. Um, all right, I'm going to go back to uh, staying away from the Derrick Henry Bowl prediction. Okay, yeah, so you stayed away from it for several games, and he played fantastic. Exactly. And then you go back to it, and you fuck it up. I, I mean, why, <laughs> when something is working, why? Why I, go? Why go against it? Because I got greedy and I wanted him to have that really good game, and I wanted to be right about a bold prediction when he has that really good game. And I said this, you know, I can't remember exactly what I said for him in the Browns game, but while we were at the game, I was like, okay, I'm I'm not picking him again for a bold prediction. Like every time I do it, it does not work out. So I'm not gonna go him. I'm not gonna go AJ Brown. I'm going to go with Corey Davis. I mean, you said that. You're not going to go with him, and you're not going to go with A.J. Brown because you know that they're no, no, not no, no, scoring this I week. just I want to go with the guy who has, you know, we said that he could have a breakout year this year. And, by gosh, he's having a breakout year this it year. Is. I'm going to say that Corey Davis puts up 150 receiving yards and a touchdown this week. So, I mean, essentially a repeat performance from last week. Pretty much. He, what did he have, like 185? 182. 182. Uh, he caught 11 of 12 targets for 182 yards and a touchdown. So he's going to go for a buck 50 this week and another touchdown. All right. So this week I'll look to improve my bowl prediction record uh, against you to 2-0, and and you – Obviously, haven't had any, not two and zero. Oh, I've whiffed on several, but I've had one ride. I'll look to improve that to two. Take a two point lead against you, because obviously you haven't had any. And honestly, 
getting to this point in the season, you know, unless the Titans make a deep playoff run, there's not a whole I mean, lot of chances left yeah, for there, you to there's come not, back. There's not many chances left, so I you've really got to start making them count. But I think that Derrick Henry will uh, put an end to your bold prediction there. Uh, just, hey, just my thoughts. Hey, we'll see how it goes. Uh, and the last quick hitter are score predictions. What do you think? I mean, I personally think it's going to be a high-scoring game. Where, yeah. where, where's your mind at? What are you thinking? I'm going with the Titans 35, Jaguars 28. Okay, decently I, I, close game. I mean, it, listen, the Jaguars, they, they have, they're capable of keeping this game close. And honestly, I, I've been biased with my score predictions towards the Titans in the past, and I told myself earlier in the week – Actually, I told myself during the Browns game that I'm not doing that anymore. I'm going off of the facts, and I, I think the Jaguars can keep it close. I personally think it's going to be Titans 31, Jaguars 30. Wow. Okay, see, the way you were talking there, I thought that you were fixing to throw out for the first time on, uh, or for the first time during the season, a Titans loss on our score prediction a first that would be a first ever for the titans time podcast it, right for it during the season but yeah i think even though this titans team in my opinion is going to come in pissed off and refocused just with how our defense has been this year i think it will end up being a one score game and i but still it's it's the jaguars the, yeah, the titans I mean, have to win this and right. i mean this is a very important game Going Titan, forward for the, for the playoff the Titans, picture. The Titans, this is a must-win game if they want to win the AFC South. I agree, absolutely. So, so guys, with, with that being said, that's all that we've got for this week's episode of the Titans Time Podcast. Let us know what you think about uh, doing the quick hitters, whatever you want to call them, uh, on YouTube. If you're listening to the podcast, I mean, it's probably not likely that you're going to YouTube and and watching those. But if you would, but if we you would appreciate to, it. Yeah, that's what I was about to say. We would appreciate it if you go over and check out the video too, even if you've already uh, heard it on the podcast. I mean, we still appreciate it, and it helps us out a lot. Yep. Just uh, hey, however you're feeling, if you're feeling like hearing hearing them twice, I mean, my bold prediction what. It's pretty out there. Might have to hear it twice just to really get a grasp on it. I don't know that you'd say that I'd say your bold prediction's really out there. Oh, okay. So now when it comes true, you're just gonna be like I'm, well, no, it I'm wasn't just, really that I'm bold. Just, no, I'm the three I'm saying this I'm saying this right now. Did AJ Brown have a touchdown last week against the Browns? He did not. Did Derrick Henry have a touchdown last week against the Browns? He did not. John o. Smith didn't play. He didn't so play. He didn't he, play. He, but he still didn't have a touchdown against the Browns. Well, hey. So I'm just saying I I'm throwing it out there before we even get there. I'm still going to let it count as your bold prediction. It's bold, but I just I don't leave know it in how the comments really or is. on Twitter if you're listening to the podcast. Is it bold? Is it bold? Just just you know, simple answer to the question: Is it bold? That's all that we've got for this week's episode of the Titans Time Podcast. Make sure that you're checking us out on social media, interacting, everything on there, liking, following, retweeting. All of that good stuff. On Twitter, it's Titans underscore time. On Instagram, Titans time podcast. On YouTube, also Titans time podcast. And on Facebook, Titans time. Did you hit our website? TitansTimePodcast.com. You may have already hit it. I was just I, I make did sure. not. I, I always forget about it. Guys, if you're listening to the podcast and if you're watching on YouTube, all the 
apps that our podcast is on will be popping up on the screen. But make sure you subscribe. Leave us a five-star rating. Leave us some comments, some questions. We'll make sure to include them on the next podcast. Guys, if you're watching our watching us on YouTube right now, make sure you're subscribed to it. Turn on the post notifications. Like the video. Share the video. Comment on the video. Man, I'm telling you, we are loving that interaction. We're going back and forth in the comments. If you're a Jaguars fan checking this out, come on and talk your shit. I said it to the Browns fans in our reaction video that they earned the right to talk their shit. And man, they've been doing it. So Jaguars fans, all 10 of you, just come on, talk your shit. We'll talk it right back. You know, we're just, we're having fun with this and enjoy the interaction. Yeah, absolutely. Couldn't have said it better. Um, I think personally we need to get, I, I feel like the podcast crowd, everyone that listens on there is probably also watching on YouTube. I don't feel like all of the YouTube crowd is coming to the podcast. Well, obviously, I mean, you look at the views that we're getting on our YouTube versus and, and, how many the downloads pod, the we're podcast, getting on the podcast. The podcast stats are not quite there yet. So if you are on YouTube, make sure, I mean, we're giving you a little sample of the, of the podcast here. Make sure that you're there. Uh, it's Titans time on any podcast platform. Like he said earlier in the video, they'll be popping up, may pop up again. I don't know. I don't control that stuff. So <laughs> I, I, I don't know. Uh, but make sure you're coming over here because I mean, if you enjoy what we've got on YouTube, I think you're going to like what we have on the podcast. Hope you guys enjoyed. This has been Titans time. And as always, Titan up. Titan up.